Hosers. No, let me. Hey, let me plug myself. <laughs> you follow me. That's Hosers T Dash Croaks 13. Beautiful <laughs> picture of me doing the pray mantis dance on the beach. <laughs> I can't believe it wasn't taken, Ty. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, me neither. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> A lot of good hosers out there, you know. Also, there's no dash. It's just hosers T Croaks 13. That really? They wouldn't let me have the dash? I always put the dash in. And there. croaks with a ah. Z. <laughs> oh, that's signature. I'm sorry for not saying that. That's an all mine. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Hoser's Panelist episode 15. <laughs> We're gonna get her going here. I got my other two co-hosts. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing? Hockey's Do- back. Hockey is Wait. back. Another Hockey's week. always back, but it's still Hockey back. Never went anywhere, Hockey so. never left. <laughs> <laughs> We're buzzing today, so let's just fucking go. I think that was a great intro time. That let's was. Do it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, I'm obviously here with Mike and and Taylor, our other two co-hosts. And we're gonna, we're sorry, that was hilarious. We're gonna get it going. Um, we are uh, coming up close to that uh, trade deadline week. That's two weeks away now, April 12th. Starting to come out fast. And you know what? I was trying to think, kind of thinking today. Um, wait, it's been so weird how many people are being picked up on waivers and shit. Like, yeah. pe- people, and like there's trades starting to, starting to happen now. And like, and you know, as they always do, uh, leading up for a couple weeks to the deadline. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy the number of players, I think, that, that are on new teams from the start to the end of the year, especially with the waivers. But like, it's kind of a shit show. Well, uh, one of your, one of your um, big free agent pieces went down this week, so I don't know if he'll be getting moved. But Rick or Raquel, I can't remember what yeah. happened to him, but he, I think it was like his arm or a leg or something like that. So that's a, that's yeah, well, a, he was, he could was be stretchered a, off, or helped off or something. I saw the article. Yeah. Apparently, oh yeah, right. He just had like a. It was he wasn't even looking, and he just ran into. No, a teammate. Somebody. So probably teammate. Those are the worst injuries you get. Steamroll. Raquel, teammate. was it was it against LA? I think I saw it because I think. Uh, I'm no, sure. the yeah. it was gross. Or was it? I'm, I could have sworn, buddy. Yeah, one guy. Oh, we're all wrong. It was the Blues. Oh nice. fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> is it where the, is it where Buddy loses his edge and he and the other guy doesn't even see him coming? He kind of gets him from underneath, flips him right over, or no? It's Kyle Clifford. Uh, oh, that's gross. Wait, it was Kyle Clifford? Does he not play for the Kings? No, he plays for St. Louis. What? Yeah. Since when? Probably like two months ago. Oh, when yeah, yeah you're right. Teams. You're right, Ty. It's when the guy slid and oh, yes. just went up and over him. Gross, eh? But kind of just like one of those, what are you going to do plays? Yeah, it's kind of just Clifford was turning, lost an edge, and Raquel having to be back skating right over it. So shitty. Yeah, just a shitty one. Definitely for the Ducks too. Like, <clears throat> they're a team that needs to kind of capitalize on the assets that they have and and can move. And for like, I would say their number one asset that they could move at the deadline to go down and like not no longer be an asset to move at the deadline. It kind of fucking sucks for them. Yeah, he's um, been. He's like top of the trade boards in a lot of different places. And yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, a, a recovery is is first. Mm preference you know we want we want him to make a speedy recovery obviously yeah oh of course of course but this is a, an nhl podcast not a health <laughs> and safety podcast 
I just want to see people get moved. That's that's all I want to see. That, that shit's fun. It's always a good time. You like the trades? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of missed that. Sorry. Yeah, dude. I, fuck, I'm excited for this one. I said it earlier, but I just I think people are gonna be flying. There's so many weird ones too. Like I I, kind of, I totally forgot for uh, that Alex Galinchuk was on Toronto. Yeah, I saw. I was like, I saw him like my Alex who? Galinchuk. Galinchuk. Galchenyuk. Galchenyuk. Fuck, I'm sorry. You got I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got there. You got there with no help. Yeah, you got there. That's probably you know what that's, that's mispronounced perfect. NHLs. That's probably that's what it is. That's Chal getting me slipping out because I played too much and they said I'm all wrong. Um, yeah, it, fu- it fucks with you, man. Uh, but yeah, it's just weird seeing him out there and I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about that, like the one mill deal or whatever. But I, then I was like, man, I never thought I'd see him there and he's bounced around to so many places. I just think it's funny. It just seems weird. So many players bounce around so much, especially right now. I think this is gonna be a crazy trade deadline. Agreed, dude. And you know what? It's it's great because like Galchenyuk, I think he's playing like top six minutes. No, he's playing with Tavares at one point. Yeah, he's playing. Um, yeah, he's playing with Tavares and Nylander right now, and they've actually he, put up like really good special numbers. Yeah, takes, like the, good for him. Takes a lot of heat off him. It looks like like every time I was mm. I, I was really noticing him, he was just being uh, scrums after the whistle and like tough battles in the boards, and he was always helping on one on one battles, which yeah. was great to see. So and like they were just controlling the pockets. Yeah, they're they're fast, man. It's interesting to see, like, <clears throat> he's the kind of player that, uh, well, obviously Montreal picked up hoping that he'd turn into, like, a number one center. Um, they drafted him high. They wanted to, him to kind of, like, turn into to something uh, that he didn't, obviously. Uh, and then he went to, like, uh, Minnesota and, like, a bunch of these other teams. I mean, obviously Pittsburgh uh, isn't a good example, but that, like, need the help, right? Like, they, they need, like, this kid to kind of, show up as what he was projected to show up as whereas uh fucking toronto they've already got the top six that uh kind of shines and he's just a plug and play player especially with like these two guys that we were talking about last week who were claimed off waivers uh to vancouver without them like he kind of fits into that lineup perfectly i think yeah, I think it's I think it's wicked. I think I just just to tack on to that. Only thing I was gonna say was that I must must be sweet. Like I must go to all those teams and they're all like, yeah, we need you to score goals or we need you to do this, we need you to do this, and yeah, or they're and they're putting you in the top six. And then these guys are like, you know, get in get in there, drive drive hard, and like it's like it's nothing close to what they're expected uh, what was expected of them before. So that must be so nice. Not to mention like yeah, he's got to be thinking like given his deal and all the places he's been in, and that's how, how good that team is. Like, if he didn't look good, it'd probably be pretty terrible for his career. Like, he's got to be playing pretty hard for himself, too. I think yeah. he'd look pretty bad if he didn't do well in Toronto right now. But it's just kind of nice to see that he's fitting in. Him and Simmons, like, I wasn't sure. And I was like, man, fuck, both of them are surprising this year to me. Well, yeah, Simmons it's basically, like, like most likely his last, if not his last, his second last chance. Thank you. And I mean, yeah. if, he, if he can turn up something in, in Toronto, then I mean, Toronto's going to bring him back on a cheap deal if they can, right? So, yeah, that's 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 what Toronto is. They're the kings of um, finding like undervalued players and, and bringing them back on like fairly <laughs> cheap Well, they have to, right? Deals. Yeah, but they totally, li- oh, the, totally. go ahead. I was just going to say that the rest of the team makes shitloads of money, so they have to bring back like bottom six guys at like basically league minimum. Yeah, just to stay afloat, they need to have those fines consistently, or else then they're just <clears throat> they're just way too overpaying their high guys, and nobody else wants to go there. So, yep, man, these guys are hilarious. Though, like, don't they look just like <laughs> like 
Like, if you looked at them when they, like, got Matthews and got all these kids, and then you, like, look at them now, or you even told me back then that they were going to look like they, what they do now, like, the names that are even on this team. If you told me that Joe Thornton and Jason Spets that were going to be playing on Austin Matthews' team, like, a couple, like, how many years down the road, I'd be like, yeah, fucking right. Yeah. And, but it's, it's, it's kind of funny. Like, it looks like someone, like, someone did it right in an NHL game. Like, there's so many people brought from everywhere, and, like, you just kind of see. I was even thinking today, like, them in Edmonton, I think have done a really, really great job of late of bringing in all these pieces. And, I don't know, it was, yeah. it's, it's easy, it was easy to overlook, because every time one of these teams makes a trade, especially, like, when they've got these super, super, superstars on their team, like David and Matthews, and um, especially Edmonton, they can make one trade, and all their fans are like, oh, yeah, we did it. Like, that's it. That's the missing piece. We, we failed it in. Look at all the points. <laughs> look at all the points he's getting. And it's like, easy, buddy. Like, he's playing with the best guy in the world, obviously, right? But so it's kind of easy to overlook. But, yeah, they've some they've put this these teams together with, like, a lot of small names that are making, sorry, big names, making small money. And, um, and like, man, I'm even thinking a lot will resign. Galchenyuk included. How do I switch the CH and the Y? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like look perfectly that's what i did i nailed it though it almost sounds better all right it's it's fine dude no worries you got there <laughs> we figured it out uh, i saw i saw like a great post on instagram uh if you're not following them this is a promotion talking hockey they're like really good hockey stuff uh it's, it's kind of good stuff on instagram anyways <clears throat> they also host this panel yeah, Hoser's panel's better, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, they they were like, oh, the Habs and the Leafs, they're both in great spots to make the 2012 Stanley Cup final uh, or, like, win the 2012 Stanley Cup. So Montreal's got uh, Corey Perry, um, Shea Weber, uh, Eric Stahl, Carey Price. Nice, looking good. We can touch on the Eric Stahl trade in a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then Toronto, <coughs> Thornton, Spezza, Simmons. Nice. They all look good. So, man, 2012, these teams would have been... Lit. And then they got 14-year-old Austin Matthews centering their first line, just still probably yeah. lighting it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, might as well jump right into that trade, hey? Yeah. Yes, take it away. Eric Stahl, There's... Buffalo. Oh, yeah, Buffalo. that one. I was like, what fucking trade is he? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, that was wicked. It's, I read yeah. a pretty... Read a pretty cool story, sorry, about uh, Eric Stahl being, like, so excited and getting goosebumps driving to the border. How like pumped up he was, and how, I mean, how like, can he not? Well, a hundred percent. But it made like it made me forget like how long he's been on all those other teams, not in like so many struggling ones for that guy, and like in like Minnesota, out of nowhere, he had like those that one crazy, two crazy seasons where it seemed like he was just their guy all the time when they had like nobody. Yeah. So yeah, and like it just seemed like his time was kind of done. So like he's sweet. He's like a, just a dark horse and just fucking always make puts up good, decent numbers at least. So I'm excited. But on yeah. this deep, deep-ass team, big guy like that, it's going to be cool. Uh, just for the full trade, Stahl was traded uh, for a 2021 third and a 2021 fifth. And, yeah, they I mean, still have a third and a fifth from other trades, too, that they've made. So Yeah, and Buffalo no had for neither. Yeah. Buffalo lost their third and their fifth uh, from, from previous deals either. I think the third was like Jimmy Vesey's deal Yikes. back a while ago. I think Yikes. they traded for his rights, but he didn't sign there, I think is what happened. That looks good. Or something like that. I can't remember. And then the fifth was for Wayne Simmons last year, so that also not, does not look good. So, yeah. Sabres finally did a move, which I think it's a great move for the Sabres. Obviously, they probably wouldn't get much from him because he's just, he's like everybody else in Buffalo, not performing well this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's that. But I think it's a great move for the, the the Habs as well. I think they buy low on a 
player who can still perform at a at a older age, and they only have to give up a third and a fifth. So, what's his contract like right he? now? He's got he's on he's yeah he's just on a one year deal. Buffalo actually oh. retained half, so he's making like one point six for Montreal's books, oh. which is really nothing with a Sick. month left in the season. Yeah, that's that's nothing at all. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, where do you think he slots in in their lineup? Let's bring it up. There's a lot of different spots he could fit in. I don't know if he puts into a top six role. Maybe like squeaks into a power play role, obviously, because he's he's pretty yeah. solid there. But I think depending on who they want to remove off that. Oh, apparently he's playing third line center. There you oh. go. Uh, on the on the line rushes, so I don't think they played today. So, oh, I guess he's in quarantine for yeah, what, he, a week or something. Yeah, but didn't it just get shortened? Seven like days. just. Yeah, they hear that like, some things are fourteen, but sometimes it's seven. Huh? What? I don't know. It was fourteen for sure before. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not every team though. That's. I don't know. I thought. No, it. It's now all seven. I thought, but yeah. I don't. The Canadian government it. just passed a law saying that hockey, like sports players coming from the United States to Canada, are only mandatory to take a seven-day quarantine. Gotcha. Like, it literally just passed, like, three days ago. Oh, God. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, that's huge. Like, right before the stall trade, too, it passed. Yeah. So. Oh, I wonder why the deal went happen then. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's you know funny. I don't know what anybody but someone told me that the Raptors just made a bunch of trades, too. I wonder if that was the same thing. That'd be hilarious. Everybody's just like, come was- on! Then they, they, like, pass the bill, and they can, they can all fucking make the trades. <clears throat> you think the people Raptors are just... Are in Tampa. Oh yeah, so, that's right. So it wouldn't matter. Maybe not. Forgot. Forgot. It was also NBA trade deadline day, like a few days ago. I just know we lost Powell, man. Love that beauty. That's all I know. That's all I know. Yeah. There's anyway. big hype around. Well, we Lowry gained Aaron Jordan, Aaron Gordon, so Nuggets. Oh neat. That smug <laughs> smile. Oh neat. Yeah, man. Okay. So I'm looking okay. at the third line for Montreal. Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, and Arturi Lekkinen. I mean, like an in this there or whatever, but just a bunch of studs. Stall, Stall, and Perry playing together is filthy nightmare, dude. Like yeah. that's what I mean. I never thought I'd ever hear that. Like, what the fuck is this season? <laughs> yeah, you got Stall and Perry on the third line of the fucking Montreal Canadiens. I would have <laughs> never ever thought I'd hear that. What? Yeah, it's so interesting, dude. Like, you think about it. I guess we sort of saw it like near the end of like certain careers like so for example like again like he went to like pittsburgh and then colorado right true pittsburgh uh, then, boston colorado and then la right and then yeah. i know yeah uh and then le Calvier, like he played his whole career in tampa and then he went to philly and la um so it's just like obviously near the end of their deals and near the end of their like career life in the nhl they don't have as much to give teams want to get what they can for them before they kind of uh, what just happened? Oh, uh, just, uh, just our buddy Josh just sent me an entire message saying that the Canadian soccer team beat the Cayman Islands eleven nothing, and the shots were forty four to zero. What? <laughs> yeah. Zero shots. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's nuts. Forty four shots for. That's nuts. He's buzzing. <laughs> he's just he's just sending us everything. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, sorry. Where were we though? We're. Oh yeah, just like the guys, the guys at the end of their careers, obviously don't have as much to give, and teams like they're not gonna, they're not as coveted, right? Like yeah. the teams that draft them, 
at a high level, like, want them for their peak. And as soon as they hit, like, 30, 32, like, they kind of start to die off. And then they take on a different role. And then all of a sudden, their third-line guys, like Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, all these guys, and they find themselves on contenders and different teams. And it just so happens that the Canadian teams are contenders this year. I find it interesting that more, I feel like... And I thought I kind of, I kind of thought this would happen, but I, you know I just don't know. Um, it was always like the way that you don't leave teams that have you for a long, long time. Like you just yeah. you know you, you end up there. And I remember like being a being a Flames fan. It was a Gillen Kipper, and I remember like being a fan. It was like okay, like obviously the runs were were all over. And we didn't we never made it, but I was like, man, I would love to get something for both these guys. And then uh, Kipper wanted to retire there, so he said he wouldn't sign a one year, and Columbus wanted him. And they said they gave him a good deal and everything. And he said, no, I wanted to wanted to retire and live there. So I was like, oh, I was never being so butthurt about that. And then I remember at Ginla, we like sold him for fucking like next to nothing. Like we yeah. got a bunch of shit, but nothing we ever used to um, a bunch of prospects that I that never made it to uh, Pittsburgh. And, and I remember it really sucking. But I, I just think like that back back in the day, I remember Kipper, or Kipper staying or saying no and then Iggy going for it. And I remember just like now I just think it happens so much more. I just think most a lot of people don't yeah. stay. Yeah, that's, that's like a good history there. Pardon me. I would say like it. You notice it more at this point, right? Like because because you're paying attention to the whole league, and because it's not just like the Calgary Flames that are your like your your Bubble. boys. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It more like I agree with you. Like Le Calvier was traded, and I thought like, what? How does that even happen? But now you're just like seeing it all over the place. Like. A really good example, uh, and this kind of brings me to a point that I wanted to bring up anyways, Zidane Ochara. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was moved around earlier in his career, but he spent the majority of his career with the Boston Bruins, and, like, I thought for sure he was going to retire there, his number would be retired. Like, that that's a city that you kind of take that, that player and that, like, legend in the city of Boston, and you retire his number. You retire him as, like, a... Uh, a well-known Boston Bruin, but no, yeah. he signs with the Caps. And it's just bizarre, um, but that's just the way it goes, right? And I'm sure there were, like, plenty of deals or signings or trades or whatever made back then. You just didn't notice them because you were a Calgary Flames, Calgary Flames fan. Yeah, and not, like, an NHL fan, so to speak, at the time. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like I've lived and I breathed it more than I do now, probably back then. But yeah, totally. Just touching on the flames, we haven't really talked too much about Sutter going there and some of the the, the stuff that he's brought. But I just want to bring up his quote about Goudreau this week. The five hundredth yeah, game. The five hundredth game one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I saw the quote and I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Like, not the craziest thing but man did you actually see the video of it like the full question that was asked no i know i just read the quote because man it was like just a real real dig yeah like basically there was a reporter i don't know who asked the question but it was just like you know johnny's been uh johnny's been in the league for a while he's coming up on his 500th game now like obviously most of the games you've played involving him you've coached against them but now you get to coach with them and like what what kind of progress has he kind of seen, and what do you like? What do you see out of him in, during his his NHL career so far? And then he just drops the quote like, "Hopefully, he has more energy in the, in this game than his 499th." And like nobody asks a question for 30 seconds. Everybody's just like, "Uh, what the fuck?" Yikes. Yeah. 
I mean, Sutter's just sitting there like, so like, like, I I don't know. I would say at this point, like it's his, it's his job to kind of come in there and fire the boys up, right? Fire them up and get them playing how they should be playing. So whether it's his 500th game or his 1000th game, like if he's not performing and that's what he's expected to do, like fucking ruffle some feathers and get him going. True. But like, does that rough was that does that rile a guy up or is it just like maybe you should just take a second like congratulate on a guy on like his 500th game and say oh let's yeah i guess uh, let's well, he going. Is... instead of just taking like a, a a public dig at a player after a commemorative question basically sutter's yeah. coming in to be a whipping boy and like they've had i'm pretty sure johnny goudreau and monahan have had something like seven or eight different coaches while they've been there that's a fucking insane number that's like Holy hell, and and so many different ones, and they're mo- and they've changed like so many times in a single season, or like or like yeah. right after a Jack Adams win, they just get a new one. So it's like, uh, it, it's so inconsistent, and like yeah, it's for for me, this is like the last chance with this group if the if, if they don't make the playoffs, especially, because um, I think that's that's the at least the goal right now. <laughs> it should be more than that. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think that he comes in here and he's he's the whipping boy. Like he's gonna come in and he's gonna he's gonna push these guys. However, uh, and I think he's been he's been brought in for short fixes before and he's been successful. He's a short fix coach, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they bring him in. He has obviously has his own old old history in Calgary. Brand new team now, and yeah, and pro- he's one of those old coaches too. Like you got to think he's got a lot of the old ways in him, and and I can see uh, Johnny and. Sean and Monty being a little pampered there, maybe a little bit like they probably get away with a lot. Oh. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much a whipping coach is really because it works on some guys, but like it doesn't seem to be working too, too much on this group other than the first yeah. like three games he was there. True, but what do you do? Like, I mean, I thought that's 100% what I thought I was going to see when they got a new coach halfway through the season like this when the struggling team with the really bad past 10 games was he's going to bag skate them right away or yell at them. He bag skated them right away. And then I, I, the yells probably come. Remember Hartley's fla- uh, classic yell? Was it Bob Hartley? With that infamous, like, 25 swear words and the hurl yeah. of the stick. And, yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, and I remember they, they played well after that. But, like, I mean, traditionally, this shit does work with Calgary. And it's always it's always some dramatic new coaching change. And, I mean, I can say it works because they've literally had it happen, like, eight times in, like, eight years. It's crazy how many times this happens. So, like, I don't know. I don't think it's that weird. Like, I feel like I've seen this happen a bunch of times. And, I mean, it probably hasn't happened in years to these guys. And, I mean, I don't think they were getting it too hard before. So, I can see this guy being really hard on them. It makes sense. And, I mean, dude, they're not playing very good. It's it's super interesting to see, like, yeah, the quick, quick, fit, quick fix coach come in. Uh, him and Torts really remind me of each other in the in the fact that they're just like super hard on the team. Um, it's been talked about like all over the place in like kind of hockey media where like yeah he's gonna come in and he's gonna fucking rip these guys apart because they're not playing to how they can. But maybe in the short term it's gonna fix it. And yeah, it did for the first like what three games. You're hoping that the short term is like a, a few months rather than a few games. Obviously, it's not. Um, didn't work out to that. And, yeah, you're kind of stuck. I think the next uh, big step is to, like, trade a couple pieces away because, obviously, they're not performing to how you need them to. Right? Undoubtedly. And I think that's exactly why you bring in the whipping boy because it's just last resort move. It's just like this is this is it. Clearly, this season's it. Clearly, it's it's going poorly. 
And this is the last yeah. Hail Mary before we just start trading you guys. Like, yep. who knows? Honestly, if they lose every game right to the deadline, I, I, would, I could see them trading at the deadline. I wouldn't be surprised they've done it before, Calgary, with different GM, but they've done it before. Traded superstars under pressure, so. Who's their GM? Tree Living still? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would say, like, he he's there to kind of make moves this year to win. I that's my thought. Anyways, he's gonna try. He's gonna try and bring bodies in to to win the cup. Uh, obviously, if it doesn't go well, uh, and like Monahan and Goudreau specifically don't pick it up and don't play well, I would say he moves on from them this summer. Or I think at least one of them. Yeah, I think unless I think like, Johnny, unless, I think yeah, Johnny's gone. Uh, unless something crazy happens, I think Goudreau's gone in the off season. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, with agreed. him like becoming a pending UFA. Yep. Um, if he but, could walk, he's not going to be able to. And I mean, Monahan's more consistent. He's one of the top, most consistent people from his draft class. I think he's second right now or something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't think you let. I don't think you let that go. And he's just more consistent, more of a team player. And yeah, consistency is the key word here. So yeah, it looks like Johnny Hammond Cheese will be gone. Lots of other pieces they can move to. That's kind of the only only nice thing about. But also sketchy because they can just move anybody. Almost nobody's safe there. It's weird. It's they got a they got a weird lineup because like. They've tried so many different things. Sorry, I yeah. cut you off. But like, it's it's hard to look at their their lineup and just like, what do they need? Yeah. Like, what do you go after? Like, obviously, you want to like make trades and stuff. But like, what are you what are you going after that defi- definitively makes this team better? Because probably just like a set like a second pairing defenseman. Yeah. Like, D de- 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 depth. Amazing, I'd say. Yeah. But like, but- is is one or two defensemen really that? crazy of of need that would change their around their entire like record and everything because you also got to think like it's definitely like giordano's pretty ready to pass the torch and we got nobody to fill his spot either like it's not like they're coming like the d's not getting better in the next few years right it's going to take a massive hit yeah so it's we definitely need, on the down yeah. we need yeah we need to find a way to fix that problem as well as like keep the offense consistent we literally just fixed our goalie problem and now we're looking at like how are we going to not leave our goalie out to dry every night that's what he needs though that's how markstrom plays yeah or at but... least that's how he played in yeah in uh vancouver yeah, i don't know i think i think I... a complete game could benefit him greatly and he just doesn't know it maybe yeah <laughs> or, no, or he I does agree. know I it and just you. wants it really badly i agree with you for sure i think there are some de- definite candidates there to potentially take over the first, like, the top D-man spot. Um, you got, like, Rasmus Anderson, uh, Noah Hannafin, and Yusuf Alamaki. Like, they're, they're younger guys, right, that could potentially step into that role. But I, I agree, like, so far they have not shown that that's what they are there to do. Yeah, well, if the North Division is going to stay the North Division the next year, which it very well might, then yeah. you got you got to be thinking like okay your defense to keep up and deal with like McDavid and Matthews on a consistent basis and they're already having trouble like consistent trouble with Ottawa, even just letting Ottawa like I don't think they can get a lot of shots but they get right in front of the net like all the time because no one no yeah. one muscles them, and and yeah you can see Geo fading and like and like even if everyone moves up the people coming up underneath are gonna be are not gonna be NHL ready. And like it's not, it's not a good look, man. Like it's not gonna get any better. So if they're making trades, like they need to address the defensive end as well. It's not like and like and it's hard. And it's, like you said, it's hard to hard to address the problems in offense because they're like never the same every two months. There's something different. It's not even yeah, like a whole season problem. It's every two months. There's something different with the team. Yeah, they're Pardon forever me. forever changing like everything. And you know what? They're really like my golf game, honestly. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, something's going and that automatically means like one or two things are falling off and then that thing picks up and then oh you know the driver's going but the, the irons are garbage and then oh, oh oh the irons are here oh nope driver and putter have just gone into the garbage uh boys i don't know if you're watching the game right now but as we're talking about how shitty calgary is they just gene out a power play goal they can score power plays fucking <laughs> I'm so impressed. It was nice. It was a, it was a nice Johnny Ham and Cheese to Monahan to Lindholm Tic Tac Toe. Back door. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up. It was nice. It looked good in home jerseys. I'll give him that. Oh. <laughs> Somebody's hurt. Oh shit. Uh, but man, we we talked about Eric Stahl a little bit, but the funny thing, like he, Montreal was actually on his no trade list. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure, like him going to Buffalo, there was really no, no trade list. It was just like anybody that wants him, he's just gonna wave it for. Yeah, there's a quote right that it was like, "Hey, do you want to waive your no trade for?" Oh, oh man, sorry, Tanev. Just Dubois just fucking killed Tanev. <laughs> now you're you're oh. ahead of me like ten twenty. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna, just like I'm buried him, there, and but... Tanev was on like an awkward stance, and it's like like head neck first into the boards. Oh, that's so ugly. Anyways, yeah, there was a quote from Eric Stahl, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you want to waive your no trade to to Montreal? He's like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like didn't didn't hold back at all. Was like, Stahl like Stahl goes into the general general manager's office, and it's like Eric, we've uh, we've traded you. And he's just like instantly bolts out the door. He's like flying down the down the hall, yeah. and he gets a call. It's like, hey, hey, Eric, we actually need you to to wave a no trade. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, I'll be right, I'll be right back. <laughs> he's already yeah. he's already no gone. <laughs> just skipping. <laughs> Eric, don't you want to know where you're going? No, uh, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm sure the team itinerary guy's got me. I'm sure he'll put me on the right plane. <laughs> as long as the pilot knows where we're going, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'll pack Jesus. my bag. That's so funny. But uh, man, speaking yeah. of Buffalo, it. It basically, as we were starting up the recording, they were going to overtime, but 18 in a row, another week, another winless Sabres, up 3 nothing tonight, and just still can't get it done. It's tough yeah. to watch, man. It's unreal. It's tough to watch. Halsey's counting the days, hey? Like, he's like, yeah. okay, 13 more sleeps, guys. <laughs> you got it? I mean, <laughs> out of here. It was 8 mil, wasn't it? 8 mil, yeah. Yeah, well, at least he got paid. At least he got paid. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, I fuck. It must be so awkward, like getting paid and, and doing that shitty. Like, I wonder. They go around each other's throats, just like the team dinner. Is like all you. It's like dead quiet, and all you hear is like the forks, and they're all just like staring each other down. <laughs> then what? Can you, can you pass the salt? I was you. You let it. <laughs> can you pass the? Can you pass the peas, please, stall? He's like, yeah. You can fucking let another breakaway. I'll be out of here. Yeah, <laughs> just like tempers flaring in the background. Or they're just like, or they're just totally bonded by like how shitty the whole situation is. They're hiding from the media together. Who knows? But yeah, yeah they're probably know. loving the no media thing, right? Like, oh, yeah. I couldn't after, imagine. After the wins and our win, sorry, after the Oof. loss tonight because it wasn't a win. <laughs> sorry, Buffalo fans. Uh, the digs. It was Taylor Hall. Like, kind of had the puck and he like flipped it into the air out of frustration. And man, like, I could not imagine being in that locker room right now. Like as a as a coach, like you're, they they just fired their head coach Ralph Kruger, so you're a newer coach, going into that locker room. Like, what do you even say? 
You don't say anything. Guys, can I get my first career win, please? Like, it's been a month. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys guys ever want to win a hockey game? Like, you, you, like, freak out at them once, and then that's it. And, like, anything else is just useless, it feels like. I feel bad. I feel really bad for the Buffalo Sabres. You know who I feel bad for? Well, okay, fucking Buffalo. But you know who else I feel bad for? (laughs) Um, Philly. I feel oh, fucking. Yeah, I feel really, really bad watching their games. Like, it's okay, harder heart. You feel really bad seeing their scores. Like, you, you just like you know there's a disturbance in the force, and then you watch the game, and you're like, and you're like, this is fucked. Like, it makes no sense. And like, to see the frustration on the good players, and it's it's actually refreshing as hell too, because I'm the top six and like the the wicked core offensive core they have there doesn't really like. Doesn't just lay down when they start losing. Like, especially even when it's bad. They still make, like, wicked passing plays. Like, kind of the Philadelphia Flyers, you know, just signaturely can. Signaturely, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you Like, they it. always do. Thank you. Like, they always do. And, um, and yeah, like, and it's, and it's beautiful. And, like, and they're, they're like, down, like, 7-1 to one or something. And they get, a, they get a, like, a disgusting saucer pass backdoor goal. And, like, like unreal. And, and yeah, but he's, like, laser focused. They, they played hard, like... I do like that about them. So it's to me, I just see a team that's like half given up in these games and half not. And I see like an extremely frustrated like veteran core that's been there a long time. And I don't really know how they handle that. Like it looks yeah. touchy. I was I was looking at their like just looking at their faces at the um the eight three loss, another one to the Rangers this week. And man, like yeah, that was it was crazy. It was the emotion in that game was nuts. Like on the Philadelphia Flyers faces. Mika Zabinajad is a Flyers killer. He's he is. 12, he really 12 is. points in two games. Is that's nuts, man? That's insane. Well, then he scored um, the he scored their first goal in their in the third game that the Flyers actually won. Oh, so two, thirteen and three. There you go. Perfect. Two natural hat tricks in two games. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever heard that in your life? I haven't. No. Jesus, man. And what was the stat about so him and Gretzky? Too. Sorry. There was a stat about him and Gretzky. They both did. He was the second player only to Gretzky to do something. Uh, Stack pot's a bit behind this week. I think it was. I think it was score score three and add three assists in the same period. I'm pretty sure because in the first game he scored all three goals and had three assists in the in the second period. I'm like ninety five percent sure. I thought that was me. I was like, shut that dog up! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Uh... I, got a, I got a quick one. You know, it's just like all those like old players sw- switching to, like, at the very end of their career, but like, you know, also stays loyal as fuck. Marlo, how funny is it that he might get traded again, willing to go to a contender again, like goes back there for a half season. So funny. Yeah. And I wonder where he'll go. It's so interesting to think that like, Last year at this time, he was making noise because he was, like, on his way to Toronto or he had signed in Toronto or whatever. Uh-huh. And, and or from Toronto to Pittsburgh. Wait, what happened last year? Where Who are we talking no, about? You had, you had it. We're talking about how Marlo, uh-huh. Marlo went to Pit- Toronto for one year, and then I think he just signed right back with San Jose and Thornton took his place. Isn't that what happened? He went, he went to Pittsburgh for a bit. I think he oh. signed with Pittsburgh and then was traded to Toronto. Fuck, you're right. I don't fucking know. Anyways. You're right. Anyways, it's crazy to think how much noise he made, like, in the media. Like, everybody was talking about him. And then he goes back to San Jose, and I don't hear a peep. Like, there's nothing about him. He no, scored, he went, like, one goal. He, he, he signed, so he was in Toronto, obviously. 
Then he got traded to Carolina to be bought out. Right, 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 right. And then he signed with San Jose. No, he signed with Pittsburgh. No, he signed with San Jose. And then San Jose shipped him at the deadline to Pittsburgh. (laughs) Yeah, so they just keep keep being like, he's like a yo-yo. He just keeps springing back to him and they sauce him for a free fucking free player or two. And, and San Jose is probably the only team like that he'll re-sign with at any point, and then he'll just get traded, and then at the end of his contract, he'll re-sign with San Jose if he still wants to play hockey. Oh, he's yeah, he'll, gonna, be, like, he'll be in San Jose. He's going to retire and just like be the assistant coach and just have like brought all the players there because <laughs> he was coach. just traded for all of them. Yeah. yeah. Love it. I was going to say. Oh, but yeah, it's, uh, so many teams are in like a weird position, like like the Flames, Buffalo, and Philly. Like They're all doing so shitty. Like, Philly is yeah. a great example. That, like, that, I just think, I think you, like, how is the pressure not there to make moves at this deadline? It's got to be there. And, like, my question is how much? Or, like, how much are they thinking it? Philly? Well, a couple teams. But, yeah, Philly is one of the main ones. Cause I don't think they, like, going into the season, you shouldn't have to change much. I think the same thing with Calgary. But then, as the season progresses, like, clearly you need to change things. And the question is, like, well, you, are you going to do it right now? Or are you going to, well... I think the value might be higher with people. I think a lot of people think they have a shot at this Stanley Cup. I don't like. I think the, the, the favorites pool is quite large, if that makes sense. Yeah, everyone's kind of close up there. So I think like the, those five, six contenders who are like really, really going for it this year, I think that they that they can do it. Um, they're you know, that they that they're going to be like shopping hard with picks and stuff. So I think that I don't know. I think you might think about being pressured into the move early. It stresses me out as a Flames fan. I found that uh, that Mika Zibanejad that is the nice only other player other than Gretzky to have a natural hat trick and three assists in two games. Oh, two games. Okay. Not to mention Damn. back to back, man. That's fucked. Yeah, twice in nine days. I thought I thought oh, it was sorry. in one period, and I was like, yeah, I nailed it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but no, I didn't. One arrow was close. That's a good guess. Um, uh, but going back to Marlow for a quick second, he is. Did they play tonight? I can't remember. The, the games. What's the what is the number at? Yeah, is they, he? They, do. they don't they play the wild. Oh, they do. Okay. Well, like the yeah. date. When... Oh yeah, they do tonight. Seven thirty. Oh, tonight. That's right. Yeah. Seven thirty. Um, he will. <laughs> <laughs> I got him with that one. <laughs> uh, once he laces up for it, um, he will be in sole possession of second place all time in games played with seventeen fifty-seven. Uh, Ten back in Gordy Howe. Ten back Congrats. of Gordy Howe for the lead, dude. Yeah, I read that ten back thing today, right before before the pod, and man, it fired me up. It's one of those things like it's hard. It's amazing to think that I've watched his career like my whole life. That is so cool. Growing up watching that guy and thinking of, of him hitting this, uh, hitting this achievement, hitting this milestone, and getting this accolade. Like I'm pumped. I'm fired up for him. Are you old enough for to see him come into the league? Not quite, but it's kind of like he's okay. like one of the main names that like you grew up with. You always knew Marlowe, right? He was like always an impact. Like you just always knew him. Like he yeah. was a hockey card you wanted. He was a good player growing yeah. up, right? He's, he's been a good player forever. Yeah. Forever. So it's it's yeah. just crazy to think like, man, I was, I was fucking like crawling, <laughs> like you know when when he was starting this shit, and he's still going, and that's his, like amazing to me. His rookie years. his rookie year was ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. So you, I was one. I was yeah. three. That's yeah. nuts. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of numbers and milestones and stuff. Keith Yandel, he just yeah. crossed over 900 games in his Ironman streak. Man, good for him. Only the third ever player to do it. Um, and That's shockingly awesome. enough, Marlow is right there behind him in fourth. 887 games for Marlow. So, is he still going then? Yeah, must yeah, be. Uh, yeah. 
Jeez. You got uh, Yandel at 9.01, which is third. Uh, he needs 13 games to move into second. Marlowe at 8.87, and Phil Kessel at 8.79. Fucking right. Kessel. Are those all the active ones? or? Yeah, those are yeah. all the active ones. Brent Burns is the next active. Has he, like, never missed a game? Brent Burns, he's, not, he's at 5.74. Oh, that's okay. So he's way down the list. Think Brent Burns ever leaves there? No. I want. I want to see that world. I don't. He he makes too much money. Yeah, I don't think with the contract, old. I don't think he can. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Fair enough. I got some. Oh yeah, give her. That's uh, awesome. so just a tweet. Obviously, this is where I get all my information is Twitter. So thank you, Twitter, uh, for all your help. Shout out Twitter. Yeah, fucking Twitter. You suck, <laughs> but you're also great. I love it. Uh, so the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins are eerily similar this year. Did you guys see this tweet? No. Boston who? Okay, so St. Louis. The, Pardon me. Go ahead. Okay, so at the beginning of the year, they both traded away their captains, or like their captains didn't resign. Like, sure. They both left lost his, their left captains. Left the team. Yeah. yeah. Both which were major parts of the decor. They had like high expectations to finish. Decently in their division, uh, and now are both fighting for fourth spot. You're I mean, right. I don't think Boston's really fighting. For I was gonna fourth, say, are they but... already fighting for fourth? No, they've got so many games in hand on everybody. Eh. Well, oh, you're right. Enough. I don't know. I thought it was interesting that they like both teams lost their captain, who was a D man, uh, and like it showed. And then like last year, both teams were like high up in the standings, and now they're both like potentially on the border of you not making the... the playoffs. Yeah, four, four, and two in their last in their last ten though, and they've been losing like their kryptonite this season in that division is is uh, the Devils, which is just hilarious. Every time, man, yeah, like, it gives them tons of trouble, and like they can't even score on them, which is the funny part. Blackwood like buckles up for that one, and always just can brings we, his A game. Can we talk about that save? That like, oh yeah, that save was nuts. The game saver. <sighs> Fuck man, me, dude. I, I was watching and I was like, that oh, that's a goal, so it's going to overtime. And then all of a sudden his leg comes out of nowhere and like kicks it forward and I was like, Holy shit. What the fuck? And Unreal. Yeah, and everybody's saying it was a goal because the like the the view into the net was yeah. like, Oh, there's there's white there. It's like the puck is in the air. Yeah. Of course there's gonna be white there. It's not on the ground. Yeah. Unreal save. Like yeah. one of the nicest saves I've ever seen. Like as close as you can really get to it. It was crazy. Yeah, that's sick, man. And that was that was to keep a shutout in a one nothing game, wasn't it? With like eight seconds left. With eight point eight or eight point five or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, unreal, dude. Like so wicked. That guy is special. That goalie. Like whole, they got something great there, and they have a good backup as well, don't they? Wedgewood. They have Wedgewood. He's all right. He's like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Blackwood's numbers though on uh, not great. New Jersey Devils. He's got uh, nineteen games played, nine wins. Uh, two eight two goals against and a nine eleven save percentage, like not horrible. Yeah, oh, I think he's. Are, I think he's a good goalie. I yeah. think he's a good goalie. Those are like, incredible numbers for. I think he's like twenty three, um, a yeah. twenty three year old, twenty four. Sorry, he was born. Okay. He was born in, in this Canada. division too. Fuck yeah. man, right? Crosby right? every with night. Like, with yeah. like a shitty, a shitty New Jersey Devils team. No offense, New Jersey Devils, but. Imagine. Uh, we talked about like, them potentially getting the first overall pick because of how hard their division was. Right, imagine? exactly. Go like ahead, they, go ahead. they did not look good coming into this year, so he's doing well. Sorry, Ty. Sorry, I was going to say the rookies and the sophomores in this division must just be fun, especially the goalies. 
Let's just be like, holy fuck. The young guys, like, dealing with it with... I couldn't even imagine. Like, it's one thing yeah. to lace up against, like, Obi twice a season. To do it, like, eight or ten times is <laughs> yeah. fucking insane. Like, and if it's not him, it's literally Sidney Crosby the next night. Like, it doesn't even sound realistic. And, like... Uh, you want to hear oh, something way I can, worse? I can imagine. Go. You and I both picked the Calder winner as goalies out of that division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. What were I you know. thinking? You know what though? I I learned a lot. I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like to think I learned a lot about my prediction episode. Yeah, fair. It was rough, man. And uh, and plus, I don't think we were wrong at all when we kept saying like this division was bolt was bogus to try to fucking figure out. Yeah. It's still it's oh, yeah, yeah it's still mind boggling. Like look how fuck look how the Capitals have taken off now. Like Jesus, like. I didn't think I didn't think they catch fire like they are. I thought they'd be middle pack. They're like they look deadly right now. They look playoff ready. Well, it's crazy that every division seems to have like three teams just pull away, and yeah. it's like it's like they've kind of just settled their own, and now it's just battle for that fourth spot. Yeah, it's so true. It's kind of bizarre. It is. You guys, it, it is kind of strange. Yeah, but I mean, like it's obviously just these crazy circumstances. Like this won't be for long, right? <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, but it's just like I hope. But um, you guys think Predators or Blackhawks? Who's making it? Or or Jackets? Or Dallas? Or Stars? I guess. But <laughs> dude, dude rookie... I still have no idea. <sighs> that rookie. How about, on... how about the Detroit Red Wings? Yeah, they could make it. How, right? how about them? Are they are they mathematically eliminated yet? No, they can't be. Oh, they they could still make it then. Twenty games. They got. Yeah, they could still. I mean, they can still win the division by a long shot. If there you go. Things fall. They got, what, 20 games left? So that's 40 points. They can get 68 points. Dynamite. Fuck, f- I don't know. 5-4-1, their last 10. They're moving. Yeah, they've been, they've been winning some games, which is fucking hilarious. They got smashed by the Preds. Preds have been looking a little bit better, which I find funny. I can't tell if people just want to be traded or if they're, like, making a run. Yeah, they've won like, five in a row. Yeah, five in a row. Basically, Obika wins. Pretty well. And Pekka Ren is playing all right. Like it's like the Preds of two years ago are finally like coming out to play a little. And it's just mm-hmm. like what what's actually happening here. Yeah, it's um. They came back Eli... at someone. Oh, go ahead. I know it was. Go ahead. Eli Eli Tolvanen's looking really good. Yeah, he he's scored quite a bit in recent. He's a young young guy. Probably like their I would say their top prospect. I mean, I guess he's not a prospect if he's playing on the NHL team, but eh, he's uh, he's up there for sure. Yeah. Uh, can yeah, we talk about Kirby Doc quick? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. Kirby. So he's been, he's back, snuck in there, snuck yeah, back yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything about it. No crickets, crickets, man. That was it. Um, yeah, good wh- for him though. I'm glad he's back. It's good to see. He looks rusty. You guys watch yeah, him? A little. A little. I mean, expected. No worries. I'm not like fuck him. He looks like shit. But um, <laughs> that's not it at all. I just like. He had a turnover for the tying goal, and then I believe, uh, and then they won an OT against Nashville. They kind of like had the game in the bag with like three minutes left. Nasty no look giveaway in their zone, like from behind his own net, and like cost them a goal on a tic tac toe play. It was just like didn't even look. I was like, ah, like holy yeah. shit. So that was kind of like whoa, but it's just kind of weird because they were like, I saw Blackhawks run such a rule, and they were a little bit down. He comes back. Hoping for that bump, so yeah, hope you can turn it around. I mean, you have a 19-year-old first-line center. There's going to be some 
there's going to be some some bumpy days and some stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. he he should but definitely progress. Like twenty but, minutes. Yeah, twenty one, twenty two minutes. Do you and, do you think they yeah. can make the playoffs? Ah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I I, I don't think it. I don't think anybody other than Detroit is out in that division. Like I I, I can't pick one team that I think will make the playoffs. So any can you team pick that. Two? <laughs> I'm the same way though. I'm the same way. Like any one of those so four, curious. any of those four teams, you could show me the end of the end of the year standings, and I wouldn't be surprised that any of them made the fourth spot. It's so weird yeah. because like, do you judge them on how they're playing right now or on how they've been playing all year? Because they're or all just, playing different right now than how they've been playing all year. Every yeah. fucking team here. Like, I, I still can't believe that so many people thought Dallas were going to be good this year. Like that, I I just never saw that, and they just I mean I they've mean, shown that they're not great and. Yeah, I mean they've got like a, a half decent team. Ruben Hintz has been a fuego, but he just can't stay in the lineup. So I don't know. That means on Who? fire, guys. Did I stump you with that? Yeah, you did. I was very no. <laughs> I'm trying to look something up. My computer's a fucking slug. Makar just scored a beauty from the point of the power play too. This is nice. scoring that one. Three one abs. Oh. You know, you know, it's kind of weird. I've watched a, f- a fair amount of the abs recent games. No way. I have been the unlucky... Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? I swear I'm the unlucky charm. Whenever I'm watching their games, they get scored on like a ton. I don't know what the last <laughs> time I saw an Avs goal when I was watching it. I was like... they When they played Vegas a couple of days ago, I guess like five days ago now, but um, Vegas scored like 40 seconds in, and I was like, well, shit, I guess I should do something else for right now. And then they won like 5-1 and buried five like instantly. I was like, okay, well... I have a question. And then tonight's game... About that. Yeah. Do you genuinely think that because you stopped watching, the Avs like tore it up and scored? Oh, 100%. Are you, super, no. are you superstitious? Um, but I'm very superstitious. So I would oh, yeah. be like, I'd be like, oh, they That's just scored too. I should probably just like, I would be like, oh, I'm going to watch now. They're winning. And then it's just like they get scored on. I'm like, okay, it's obviously not my time. Right. Yeah. Su- <laughs> no, fair enough. I do the same thing, but at the same time. Not superstitious, little stitious. Yes. Thank you, Michael Scott. I was trying to get it in there. Go. <laughs> do you think that, like, they would, that would have happened anyways? If you had, oh, watched yeah. Them. You, you could have watched them explode for five goals, but instead you walked away and didn't get to watch that. The thing you is, though, I still, have, I still have the feeling of the old abs, like one or two, like, basically just their first, like, really good year. Last year was pretty good too, but like I've always had that feeling that the Avs suck. Right. So whenever they go down, I'm always just like, oh, okay, well, they're you down take this on one. the chin, yeah, you yeah. take on the chin right away. No, no questions asked. No ifs, ands, or buts. I got to be convinced by so much that the Avs are like not the old Avs, and it's like, oh, they can actually come back and they, they might win this game. I yeah, just, I just enough. never have that belief. It's like, ah, here we are again. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, know. I. I'm kind of superstitious. I remember one one year when I was in middle school, I was watching the, fl- the Flames like like religiously, like always. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was either home or away games. And one year, I would literally like turn it on, and they just get popped. And like I remember, it was Edmonton Flames games that like they were just getting destroyed. And I was like, and it was it was every time I'd like look at the TV. So yeah, I literally just didn't watch them. And it would be stupid because I wouldn't watch them in that game. And I'd check the score playing card and be like, oh yeah, like they're coming back. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't even get to watch it, but. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I literally I did that for one year. I was I was a lot younger, but yeah, it's I just, uh, you, you get in your own head. Yeah, it's so true. My my dad's a Flames fan, and I was a Canucks oh. fan growing up, like yeah. just because that's where we lived, and I didn't oh. really like look into the to the league much. 
Yeah, the Jets' fourth line just scored on the Flames. Let's go. Also, this game is super chippy, this Avs game. Oh, that was a kick. There's been so many, like, scraps and... Not scraps, but, like, like tussles. A little... uh, Kerfuffles. Kerfuffles. We got a couple kerfuffles on the play here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two for kerfuffling. Live under review goal for kicking motion. We'll, oh, we'll definitely, definitely a good goal. <laughs> yeah, the Hojas yeah. are gonna keep you on in this one. Uh, anyways, yeah. So my dad, my dad is a Flames fan, and I, and I was cheering for the Canucks. Oh, that's a kick. No, that's sure. a good no, goal for sure. No, no way, no way. They call that a goal. He ex- uh, fully extended his foot and like kicked the puck in the I net. I had one angle. Uh, I don't know. Who is it? Nate Thompson. Sutter's uh, pissed. Yeah, but Anyways. he didn't really kick. He he stuck his leg out to tip it, and then Man, tipped it. What do you do when you kick? You stick your leg out. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't kick it in. He, he was stuck going his leg so out. fast. He as, still had forward not... momentum with his. Oh, that's a kick. That's a, <laughs> that's a Ronaldo fucking side foot snipe. Holy shit! I love it. No, that's, that's a, a good goal. Yeah, no. Toe save in. So. His, I don't think so. His foot extends, but when the puck hits his foot. It's not kicking. It's it's stand it's stand still. Yeah, but he kicked <laughs> to make the puck deflect off of his foot. This is why we don't need a script mad for the forward momentum. Mad Things forward momentum on that. Look oh, at the shot he gets from that kick. Look at the shot. We'll come back at eighteen. Cheddar. We're okay, no, ten minutes for the actual review to be done because <laughs> it's out. Oh, that's a good goal for sure. Mad. That slow mo tells me everything I need to know. Shut kick. up. Anyways. On the record, I think it's a kick. Mike thinks it's a goal. Ty thinks it's a kick. I think it's a kick. 100%. Uh, Not because I bet the Jets to win the division. I need them to win this game. But that's Uh, a good goal. Does anyone need need to catch up where we were? Or can I go on someone here? Dude, I don't even know where we were, so give her. I was talking talking about my dad being a kind of... Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know. Hit it. Sorry, Jeff. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Oh, here we go. Announcement. What do you got? I can't read this. There was no kicking motion. We have a good goal. We Yeah, dude. Oh, Gross. Brutal. <laughs> Just fucking oh, kicking disgusting. us while we're down. The fourth line kicking us. Okay, sorry. The reading lips comes in the clutch there. Uh, I don't even remember the point I was going to make. My dad was a Flames fan. I was a Canucks fan. And Could I make it more matter? obvious? Oh, okay. Oh, because every time I'd watch... My dad would be watching also, and he'd be like, oh, the Flames just scored, and I'd turn it off, and then he'd be like, oh, the Canucks just scored, and I, I wouldn't watch when, uh, <laughs> because the Canucks would always lose. Anyways, let's move on. That was no, good. fair enough. That was Didn't need life. to circle back to that. Oh, all good. Okay, um, this kid on, we were talking about Dallas uh, a second ago, I'm going to hop back to that quickly. Jason Robertson. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, he's, like, coming up fast. they kind of seen him climb up the ranks, and since they were behind on so many games to start the year, uh, you know, I just kept being like, I'll keep my eye on him, but, like, I don't think not, nothing crazy yet. Hard to tell. But, yeah, man, he's climbing the ranks fast. Like, we got something here. You guys got anything on him? I don't know a lot, of, a lot about this kid. He's kind of just been he's... another guy that Dallas has, like, sheltered minutes for for a long time or, like, AHL, and then hasn't yeah. really given him a chance. Kind of like Rupi Hints, a lot like Dennis Gurianov. Like, he, they just... Yeah. They take a long time to get these guys going, but they kind of progress on their own in, in 13 minutes a night. 21, 6, 3, 2, 10. This kid's like a unit. Sick. Yeah, Mike, uh, I was going to hit those same points, like Dennis Guriana, Rupe Hints, like all these young guys that have kind of stuck it out in the minors. Um, 
and then kind of come out of nowhere and like make an impact because they've been playing pro hockey for a couple years. Uh, it's is that, a good is look that, from Dallas. Is that the textbook way to do it though? Like well, kind of hats off then, or, or I mean, you must suffer in the short run, but it's crazy. Think? It's crazy. He yes jumped no. at ice time. I'm just looking at a graph right now. Like game number, like from the first 15 games of the season, he was averaging like 12 and a half minutes. Yeah, he's playing fourth. He's line. now at 19 and a half minutes played. Yeah, he's Holy playing shit. with um, Pavelski and and Ben, I think. Yeah, him him and really? Pavelski's the only forward that's getting more ice time than him. Yeah. Oh, Jets scored again. Sorry, Fuck. Pavelski's doing uh Pavelski's having having a good year again too, isn't he? Like is he doing like leading in power play points or something? Yeah, he like lit it up to start the lead start the year. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. When yeah, Dallas came out that. of the gates and they all had like eight points in three games, it's crazy. Yeah. Everyone else been playing like every day for weeks oh, and they were just nice like the thing. It was a nice goal. Yeah. Oh pff, nice flop later. like a chuck at center ice. Chucky just down. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah. He wants a trip. You see him lose it. Yeah. Smash his stick. Nice feed by Connor. A little sauce. They kicked tape. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a kick. <laughs> and then and then Kachuk goes to slime his stick on the ground, and Ehlers thinks it's going after him. So Ehlers like jumps out of the way, like, oh. <laughs> he just smokes the ground. Oh. Holy fuck, dude. He biffed. Yeah. <laughs> He tried to like cut in front, and then he just like lost his legs. He just like, <laughs> I love Matthew Kachuk, but like that can't be all you have. <laughs> yeah, because it's like kind of sad when it's like when like your best player is literally just flopping and always drawing penalties and just just being a pest is kind of the best thing you can do. It's, it's a great like asset. A, yeah, it's kind of like Brad Marchand. Like, yeah, kind of. Brad Marchand can really put up points and, and activate other players. Like I don't think yeah. Chuck really does that the same way. I think he does make people play better, but not yet. And you know but... what? Brad Marchand had that. Sorry, that one World Championships with uh, Sidney Crosby changed his entire career. But go ahead. Pardon me. No, that, that's so true. I was gonna say Marchand's a little bit younger or older. Sorry, uh, and Chuck's still gotta kind of mold into that role. He's he's still getting there. You know, like mm-hmm. he's still. Like, guys don't know him as the pest all over the league as they do Marshan. No, you're right. And I think if he was playing not just Canadian teams this year, uh, there'd be a lot more hate for him. Yeah, true. He'd have headlines like the old Dowdy days. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like playing a lot of teams helps Kachuk as well because I feel like he's a guy that gets in trouble once his blood boils, like, too much. And he's yeah. just like he's just stuck to the same teams over and over and over. He can never yeah. like alleviate some of that. Like, oh, let's go, let's go play a game against like mm. Buffalo or something. You know, like let's go play a quick game against the Panthers and kind of just yeah. mellow out a little bit, and then let's get back revved up. And he's just like he's always up there now. Yeah. Anyone else you guys want to hit right now? What else do you got here? Uh, man, I I kind of just brought Florida, but Aaron Ekblad. Oh, oh dude, yeah. Go let's on. talk about that. Going just a normal move into the corner, but he just gets his knee and his leg tangled up weird against the boards, and he falls on it awkwardly and instantly just down in so much pain. It was it was hard to like you you know those guys know their body like better than anything, and you see a guy slapping the ice with his bare hand like he he knows. Yep, he knows it's, something's it's up, so and you can just you can just easily tell it like that's a yeah. that's a that's a season ender right there. Heartbreaking for him too because he's had such a good year. 
Oh, he's had um, such a good year. He's paid yeah. his dues. He's done everything that team needs. And he's been like one of those like center block pieces to build around that's like just been there through the roughest times. And he's like added things to his game. He's like been a great leader. He's been a textbook like what you want to draft number one overall defenseman since he got there. It is heartbreaking to see this happen on his best season. It, yeah, like if Barkov wasn't there, he's their easy captain, right? Like it's not. Oh, I don't think it's really yeah. any question. Um, and yeah, I think Tay brought him up for like the Norris when we talked about it last week. Yeah, I'm last pretty week. sure. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he has. I don't know, double digit goals for sure this year. I think he's got either like ten or twelve. But yeah, he's lighting it up, dude. Yeah, just uh, so heartbreaking. His shot, his shot has been unreal, and it's it's evolved, but it's gotten to a point where like. If he's in the right spot and he gets time to tee it up, or it's in the wheelhouse, he's got a fucking shot. Not to mention, he's just yeah. so complete. He's such a complete player. Fuck. Yeah. That's, yeah, that was brutal, man. And then it brought me to think, like, that's another team that I kind of had on that list with the Flyers and Buffalo and stuff. D- totally different level because they're a real contender, but you, he's gone for the season. Like, you got to fill that spot if you want to go. Man. So you, like, I mean. The echo right. trade I brought up. Perfect now. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> His, uh, his numbers are fun. 35 games played, 11 goals, 11 assists, 101 shots, 11 specialty points, and 11 takeaways. Whole lot of ones and zeros. That is 11. Yeah. Big, big binary fun. guy. Yeah, that's fun. I like it. <laughs> uh, speaking of 11, this is right out of left field. Uh, we can, go, can, we, can we go right into Hoser's big three, even though I haven't done it on Instagram for a while? And I oh, wanna. sure. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Do you guys? Do you guys have a pick? I know. Yeah, I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> also, I brought him up for the Norris last week. Yeah, and then Mr. he does that. Adam Fox, oh, fucking man. unreal. Four games, one goal, ten assists. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's fucked. Did, did did one of you want to pick him, or I'll I'll pick him. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. no, that's fine. I like him. I like yeah. him. I love I loved his play. He and and. He's up for the Vesna as well. Did you see his fucking block Dude, shot in the empty net? Two of them, back to back. His stick unreal. save in the second one it was crazy. Unreal. The guy looks electric out there. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I really like him. I I hate that he kind of ghosted every other team. Who drafted him? Nashville. Who are we talking about? Adam Fox, Cal- uh, Calgary. Calgary, yeah. Calgary. I was going to say oh. And then he was, and then he, he was in traded. the. Uh, Got yeah. traded twice. He got traded in the uh, Carolina deal, though. So it's like for the now, it the Lindholm, yeah, the Lindholm deal, and then he just didn't sign with them and went to college free agency. Yep. Man, could you? But what a player in it, Carolina it, right now. What a passer, dude! What a fucking yeah. passer at such a young age, and he's got wheels on him. Yeah, he's exciting. Yeah, ever since we got rid of him, I was like, I can't wait to watch him play. I was so disappointed because I was excited for this season. He was a big part of my excitement for. New York, and I was like so bummed, obviously, with the start of the year. But um, yeah, you know what? For my big three, I had two, um, two uh, Rangers because they've just been playing nuts. I had him and I had Strom. Strom, nice. So I'm going with Strom because I thought he played three two, four games played, one goal, seven assists. This team is moving the puck unreal, and they're kind of like it's it's like these are players that I wanted to rave about so badly when the season started. So like this, when I saw Adam Fox and them at the top of the week, I was like. I gotta talk about one of these two kids because I was so hoping that they could, that they could perform, and I'm I'm starting to see spurts of it. Like you gotta be kind of excited. Also, the goaltending, like we touched on last week, it's never really it hasn't been too bad there this season. A little bit to get going, but um, 
the numbers haven't been that terrible, just more they haven't been able to score. So it's very exciting to see this kind of scoring explosion and different offense we've seen. They're doing great. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking Ryan Strong. Agreed. Nice. <clears throat> um, Who do you got, Mike? Uh, I oh, yeah, am going to go UC Soros. Nice. Wow. I was looking at nice. him. Uh, 3-0 this week with a shutout. 0.67 goals against, only gave up two goals. Uh, 976 save percentage. Kind of just bringing Nashville back into the fold. and Big splash. Yeah. yeah. We're just saying how oh, oh, Pekka's playing like you used to, and like it's so good to see for them to have a duel right now. Like you, It's funny, too. You're talking about like when's the best time in the peak, like last on last pod day. Yeah. And I, I've been thinking about that all week because it seems like so many teams are just fucking shooting to the top right now, and they look good. Like I don't know why I'm watching Nashville, and I'm like, hold, like they don't look like they did two weeks ago at all. They look completely nope. different. They look, they look zoned in. And even like when I was looking at Philly, half the team looks like they're not fucking there. And I'm like, that team looks like looks like trades are just common. Like, Calgary too, but I'm like, Philly fucking freaks me out. People are not yeah. happy there. Uh, did you want to say something, though? I kind of cut you off today, and we went to Mike's uh, big three. Were you going to say something about Strom or anything? Oh, I, no, I was going to say something about the Rangers goaltending. I think Shesterkin was out for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. What's the guy's name? Reason. Gorgiev. Gorgiev. Yeah. Holy fuck! All right. Uh, and then yeah, Kincaid's been starting because I think both of them were hurt for a bit. I don't know why, but anyways, he's been garbage. So it's nice to get Chesterkin back. Um, some actual decent goaltending in the net. And and man, like if if they can if they can like just be proud of the rest of the season, no matter what, you know, however, if they can put up better games and better points and just like feel out the team better, like good for all that team. They're young and like, and like, and they've gone through a weird fucked up season with, uh, with phony D'Angelo and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Like I just think they've kind of overcome a lot. If they can be proud of the rest of their games and in the season, like I just think it's almost a salvage job for them, but I'm like really proud of what I'm seeing sorta. If they can keep this up especially. It's mostly just like wrecking the flyers. But I mean like if they can if they, honestly if they can like keep up just playing well, playing together, passing the puck, I'm like the future looks bright, I think. But what yeah. does that mean really? It's, it's tough, dude. Like you gotta you gotta obviously stud number one overall Lafreniere. He comes in and um, you want him to do well, right? You want it, you you're looking for him to kind of like step in and, and play a big role and, and obviously he hasn't um, necessarily, but also you gotta kinda gotta look to coaching there. Like um David Quinn last night they lost to the Caps five four. It was a close one, not really actually. The Caps were up by quite a bit and the Rangers scored a couple late goals to to kinda make it close, but laugh laid eight minutes. Eight minutes. That's definitely not what you want, like your number one pick first overall um playing especially a guy with his talent like that's i don't know they got to do something there man what if they're winning though like did you ever think we'd be talking about two we'd be picking new york rangers players for two weeks in a row in the hojas big three i didn't think that yeah. would be happening this season that like these numbers are nuts too no I don't know. that's fair but like it's an explosion of i know what you mean of like adam fox mika zabinajed ryan strom sort of panarin like that's that's those are the guys you kind of have to rely on you want as as a coach especially in this time for the rangers like you want to develop your your picks like even kako last year like he didn't play much didn't get a lot of like quality playing time on the top lines you want to play these guys with the good players and i I just think like david quinn i don't know he's kind of proven to not be 
the right guy to kind of do that. He doesn't seem to be like a developmental coach. Yeah, totally. He just kind of goes with what he's got, and obviously laughing. And Kako this year looks great, but last year, like, he wasn't NHL caliber because he hadn't played in the NHL yet, right? So, I don't know. He showed how much he played Jack Johnson after just, like, always being garbage. Totally, yeah. It makes me kind of think of kind of think of Jack Hughes and that, and that weird season he had. He had a lot of time, but like you know, I don't know, like the reviews he was getting out of the, after that year, and like yeah. just how you know how different these players all are. I've, he's such, such a good example of like the you know the first year doesn't mean much to me on these on these guys, especially the little ones, the, the generally the small forwards. Like, yeah. I, I definitely expect them to fill, to fill the to need to fill their boots with how big everyone is these days. Yeah, that's fair. Like, but I I, you're you're definitely dead on too. Like, he he needs to be playing more because eight's not enough. But you're no. dead on. I'm not especially, saying that you're wrong. Especially with such a young team, like you're like I think it's only like five points or something that you're out of the playoff spots. But like they have like four games at hand. Like you should be, this should be for the rest of the season a de- developmental year. Yeah, totally. You know, like, yeah, they're, like, play they're your not dude, throw some to, stuff. Totally, they're not expected to this year go in and make the playoffs and win the cup. Like, and if they were, they're not doing that. Yeah, not if, performing to how they should be. So, if they were thirty games in and sitting where the Islanders were, then it'd be okay. Laugh plays eight minutes and in one game because you know they were down or we something, need, and we gotta win, something yeah. happened. And it's like okay, that that's fine, but you're you're not really yeah. that close. Like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, and like to your your small body, like I get it. Like Hughes, Kako, even a little bit. Um, that's you, fine. You like, really smaller, see it though. Yeah, you want them to like develop more. Like you take their time. Because they all are a smaller body, but like Laugh's a big boy. He loves to throw the body. Like that's a big part of his game. And they just really aren't letting him play any kind of role. They're they're I obviously he's playing eight minutes a night and that's just not enough. I, I agree he needs to play more. I just don't agree that he can be as a, as effective as other people in the top, you know? So I totally I think you're both I think we're all right. I think if you're playing yeah. to win you, you, he plays less minutes right now. Like, I just think yeah. that's a fact. Yeah, right well, now, that's fair. There but you six, probably shouldn't be playing the win. I get that. 6% chance of making the playoffs right now. Like, that's... Yeah. that's play just, your, play, play your, your guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah, like, percentage-wise, like, it's almost <laughs> decided a lot of the, the divisions. What? This actually has Nashville at a 46% chance of getting that four seed with Dallas at 28, Chicago at 17, and Columbus at 10. That makes total sense to me. Columbus is my last one to make it. They look like shit. Yeah, and Nashville looks like the best team, not a doubt right now. Right now, for sure. That's what I mean. If you're judging today, then they look like the best. If you're judging seven days ago, they look like they were third worst. Like, I don't really know what to say. It's super different and different every, yeah. like, seven days. So it's kind of hard to say. But that's the beauty of those bubbles, too. I would way rather see, like, three teams jockeying for position than one team, like, with one other or something. Agreed. It's fun. Fun stuff. Yeah, definitely more fun. Um. Oh, really? I was watching this San Jose Minnesota game for so long. I went back to check the Avs to see if the the period started, and boom, they scored. It's like okay. Fucking rights. Uh, Minnesota. I mean. Oh, Just, well, didn't get, I didn't cannot get tell. To, didn't get to see <laughs> oh, the goal. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You didn't get it. it was the they? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that nice. I mean, it was kind of nice, but it wasn't that nice. Also, Martin Jones has like a winning record in goal with like an 896 save percentage and a 311 <laughs> goals against. Like, what the hell? 
Yeah, that's bizarre. Oh, I mean, we need to talk about Carter Hart. We've kind of just touched on how we touched on Philly Sox, but not but, him. Yeah, oh, so guess, he's yeah. he's getting a healthy scratch for the next two days, next two games. Um, he's rolling. What's in the report with, on that? He just uh, basically just to clear his head, really. Is so yeah, just only just a what do you even call it? Personal leave or something? Like, uh, I think the coach even, is just deciding not to dress him so he can yeah. focus on. I just himself. don't think I've ever heard that. Especially for a goalie, two game health bomb. Like, think about what you done. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought when you wrote, when I read it today, I was like, that just sounded so un, so unorthodox. Like, I heard yeah, it's, it's he's a healthy scratch tonight, but I just be like a a two game healthy scratch. Yeah, I'm just it, like, it, that's a little awkward. Like, what does that fucking mean? Usually it, they'd be yeah. like, he's gonna go talk to, to like family matters, make something up. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird they put a number on it that wasn't one. Thank you. I think that's a, like a, bizarre. <laughs> I think that's really yeah. weird. And Why his, his numbers so are weird. his numbers are incredibly eye opening. He doesn't look like he should be in the league. Like he's got he's got a four oh four goals against with an eight sixty nine save percentage. He and yet, and yet he's good. he's only eight nine and three. He does he's even, almost five hundred in that. Yeah, he doesn't even look there like mentally. Like look at his look just look at his face. You can just see it in his face at this kid. He's young. He looks fucking scared. He looks embarrassed. Like he doesn't look like at all focused. Yeah. Especially in those blowouts, and like you've kind of seen it for a while, but now it's like blatantly obvious. And I think I've said that this is a goalie that was brought up in keeping his cool and having ice in his veins. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. You want to you want to get into that? Like that's it's so tough. Like I mean, obviously, Mike, you and I were both goalies. Um, we kind of sort of know what it's like, but that mental piece of the game, like I have no idea what pressure he's got on him, especially playing in the NHL. Obviously. Um, Ty, you alluded at the the quote that he had at the World Juniors, where like it's ice in his veins, and he that's what he lives for, and he plays for that, like you know. But fuck, like I don't know. You just it's so tough. He's like a what, like a twenty two year old kid, uh, and all the pressures on him to win games, and it's his fault that Philly's not doing well, and it's his fault that like he he can't put up the numbers that he needs to. I don't know. It's it's tough, man. It would be so tough to to kind of go in there and, and play that game and uh, not get scored on at this point. The he, last, the, sorry, just a quick stat. The last game he had he played with a nine hundred or over save percentage was the first game of the Sabers losing streak. Yikes! Ten in a wow. row of sub nine hundred, and really his closest to that was an 889 and then an 875 like he's not even close up to it wow it's just it's not i don't have any problem with it i don't think that it's like i don't think it's too weird or anything yeah he's a young guy it's a big responsibility it's a lot on on him of course um i just think it's like it's all it's like it's like ironic it's crazy it's like weird to think that uh he seems to be falling apart in the main way and like really falling apart. Like you don't, I don't see this happen to, to anyone. He's, and he's yeah. like, you know, it's like, it's very weird. What's the word? Like, this is extremely like, everything seems like an extreme. Like this is the coolest goalie who's like supposed to be really good. Who like so, somehow seemingly out of nowhere kind of lost his game completely. And like, yeah. and like any thought of holding on to that aspect is kind of evading me, especially with the two game health bomb. I'm like, Hey, yeah. even they're like signing him out for right now. So I'm like, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I just find it very weird. Like that's what I that just—it's yeah. so interesting to me. Like I can't really wrap my head around what happened or, mm-hmm. or, or what's gonna happen. That's kind of the biggest thing. Think, think about this. 
tight. Um, you kind of you go back to last year or the year before, and like him entering the league and performing the way he did. If he if he hadn't done that, if he hadn't come into the league and like been stellar off the bat, and his his performance was this was uh four four and a four and a bit goals against and like a what like eight nine six save percentage eight nine something eight seven something i don't remember his Anyways. actual goals against yeah eight eighty six yeah. or something like that eight eight uh, eight sixty nine eight sixty nine okay so yikes that's so bad man eight sixty nine jesus uh anyways if this was if this was his rookie year and this was the first time coming in as a starter and all that everybody be like oh man he's just young he needs to like develop a little bit more like send him to the AHL get him like confident in his game like, yeah. all that kind of stuff but the fact that he came in and put up stellar numbers and looked unreal in net for them it's scary it's really yeah. scary for the Flyers I mean. right it's so weird it, yeah it's yeah it's weird it seems like an off-ice problem cuz it doesn't like nothing there's no indicator it's like very very hard to get a read on that situation at all. That's why I'm like, I can't stop thinking about their head office and, and like what they're thinking about trade. What are they going to do? How do you fix that team right now? Especially, yeah. this is an out-of-nowhere problem with like yeah. your top prospect. If, you, if well, you take away his January games, so since January 30th, he's an 850 goalie. Like, he started strong at the beginning of the year. It's just weird. I, I, I love this goalie and I wanted to love this team. Like everyone I wanted to love this year, they're fucking the dog royally. So I don't know. I just don't know. And and this and it's such an extreme. It's like if you had told me how many times have I said that? If you had told me Carter Hart was gonna do this like two months ago, it would have been like you're fucked. Yeah. But this is and it looks crazy. Like watching the highlights just scares me. I feel for the kid. I want him to do better, and I don't know what they're gonna do about this team. Philly is like all over my mind right now. I, it's it's bizarre, man. Like they they look so good, and yet they don't look good. I honestly, if if you're the GM of Philly, what do you do? Like, what, you know what are what? your thoughts? I think I think you just nailed it too. They always look like that. Past four years, even on paper, they look good, but they don't look good. Like yeah, you, you kind of nailed it. Like they do look good, and or even at times that power play, tick tock, bang. How are you gonna stop that? And then you like light them up five goals to go. Yeah. So yeah, you're, I don't know. What do you do? That's just, I, I feel like they have to make trades, and I feel like now is a good time to do it. This offseason and right now, especially right now, because everyone's trying to make win the fucking cup in this weird season. If if I'm Philly, what I would do is I'd send Carter Hart down to the AHL. He doesn't need it developmentally for his physical game, but his mental game, he has no confidence at yeah. all. He needs to get into some games where he can fucking shut the door, play well. So you send him down. He he's still on ELC, right? Perfect. Uh, I I answered my own question in my head. So you sent him down. He doesn't have um, to deal with waivers. He he does have to deal with waivers. Oh, oh really? You can't send yeah. him down. Yeah. Because he he resigned, eh? He's played enough. Oh. Mm. Fuck me, man. What a pick! I don't know then. I thought it was AHL time too. No, I honestly yeah. thought the same thing. Fake an injury and then send him down for conditioning. conditioning. <laughs> he's actually on it. He's a crazy injury these past two games. It was a crazy, yeah. just a remarkable a comeback. But he's, he's just, yeah, he's just way out of conditioning. So, right. yeah. 
Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. Never mind. My my whole thought is gone, man. No, it's all good. Cause I, I I'm the same way. What do you do, man? They're not. Fu- they're fucked. Yeah. I I thought when they got Olivier Vignon, they'd be a lot better because I like him as the coach. Always have, and he was with um. With that electric and great passing offense of Vancouver in their heyday, so I thought maybe he'd be good there, but yeah, he hasn't really done it. And then Carter Hart, I thought was going to be the X factor, and out of nowhere, he's kind of dropping the ball. Doesn't even have to be this year, I guess, but at all. But but it's definitely cause for such concern. Um, you know what? I don't think that their team, like they don't really have any expiring stuff. Hold on, give me a second. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they have to do anything really crazy. Yeah. Oh God, man, I'm just just calculating numbers for his since February like numbers. (laughs) Mike's just Mike's got stack iPods. This guy's like just like all this shit on the supercomputer. (laughs) Tweaking out. Eight fifty goals against with a four forty one goals against. Yikes. Four forty one. Oh. I guess, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. I guess I could have just gone to NHL.com and just did it from January 30th instead of doing it all in my own thing. Whatever. <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay, so two two things. One, Philly's got no real quarrels with next year. They got to sign Nolan Patrick. He's an RFA. Travis Sanheim, who's also an RFA. Uh, Eric Gustafson, he's a UFA, so probably won't resign there. I don't know. Depends. Uh, and then Brian Elliott and Carter Hart are both done their contracts. Obviously, Hart being an RFA, uh, Elliott being a UFA. Um, There's so many crazy goalie contracts that I have no idea how to predict are coming up. Yeah, like Jordan Biddington. Do you want to just get on them? We've talked about it a little bit with like Shesterkin a lot. Yeah. But like, man, if, if Hart doesn't find his game again... The contract that he should be signing is just like, like if you're signing him to a long-term deal, you're like, okay, Carter Hart is, he's our goalie, he's whatever. He had one minor blip and stuff. Yeah. But like, man, if he doesn't find it, that contract is detrimental to your team. If and he, like, if he, go ahead. Go ahead. I was go. gonna say, does it does it force you into a bridge deal? It kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah. Or you just sign a shit contract. It does, but you don't really like want to do that with Hart. You want to. Of course in, not. But, yeah. But, if, if he, you don't have a choice if he doesn't if quite. he doesn't turn his game up no chance he should, he should sign more than four million a year like if he plays this way the rest of his year like every every game from now on he is like sub 900 save percentage and like at least a three goals against or more I I can't see him signing anything more than four and you know what it might be two two years at four million. Um, but if he signs more than four, I'm I'll be shocked. Do you think we'd ever get into an offer sheet situation with him? Like, is it kind of possible, or not really? It doesn't sound it, that off the table happen. to me. Yeah, it could it happen. Could for sure. Yeah, I was just trying to think about it. I'm like, no, that wouldn't happen. And I was like, I guess it kind of could if if this year goes weird. Oh fuck me. It'd be a weird situation for like what teams would offer Hart. Well, yeah. I agree, but everyone needs a goalie. But you take a chance, right? Like exactly. everyone's going to be desperate for a fucking goalie. Plus, he has weird trade value because this happened out of nowhere. So, if more than one team's interested, like, and you get an okay contract, you might be able to even move him if you don't want him. I don't know. Oh yeah, like I, I know, in, like in my fantasy league, I definitely kicked tires to see what Carter Hart's value was because I was like, well, I might as well see if I can get him. Because I'm like yeah, the Buffalo, I'm like the Buffalo Sabers of goaltending. I got nothing. Oh my God, how did Ryan Miller just make that save? 
That oh, is a I'm missing it. Joke. Ryan Miller was in the corner, and a puck comes out in front on like a beautiful pass out to the guy at the top of the crease, and Miller just like spins around, sticks out a stick, and is just like, yeah, I got it with my blade. Like just so nonchalant that he didn't even like want to make the save, but he was like putting in an effort because he's 45 and just trying to show the coach that he attempts to make a save. Oh my god, the Avs just scored anyways. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but I was watch. I like turned to the game and I was watching them celebrate. I was like, "Oh, oh, oh that's nuts, right?" <laughs> like just so nonchalant, just like ah, here's the, here's a stick save. Just like stands up and like bats it out and then lets the <laughs> shittiest goal in ever. Lets a garbage goal in. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. There we go. Oh, the boys. I'm not that, oh. I'm not that much. Nice pass though to the corner. Well, Vegas scored. Oh, oh, Logan Arcon. Oh, and the Jets scored too. Jets scored as well. I think that was why I, Ty was moaning. Yeah, that's that was the fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> another one, two for Shife tonight. Man, he's, getting, I, he's uh, getting that revenge on. Since Chucky. I turned away that Minnesota game, there's been three goals. Grail? Oh, and apparently the Ducks just scored again. What the fuck's going on here? Let's go. Who was it? Was it Zegris? I don't know. I, him and I, went to the, I went to the, the, the wild game. Anyways. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait, did they score? They had to have, but I don't see a goal here. Four Troy, Terry. Terry. Troy Terry scored before Comfort did. Like, oh. How did I miss that? I don't know. I don't Connor know Mc, Connor McDavid watch. He continues to tear it up. <laughs> yeah, what's his... Uh, He's at he 60, 62 games, uh, sixty-two points in 35 games played with 21 goals and 41 assists. Man, he only Wait. had one point tonight. Yeah, 63. He does. Oh, does he? He only oh, had maybe, one point tonight. I, maybe oh, I just you didn't, wrote, count, yeah, you're behind I just tonight, didn't I count tonight. That's all yeah. uh, would be. Um, what was I going to say? He has 23 points in his last, no, going into tonight, he had 22 points in his last 10 games. Kind of like for tie? 98. Yeah. Trying. I don't try not Ty to Ty coming in here stuff. with the stats? Yeah. Ty, this is my territory. Please back off. <laughs> <laughs> he just, yeah, well, he's also got, he just starts like bringing all these weird stats out. Uh, 48% so of this, 80% of this. He's also got six goals when he wears these pair of skates. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday, in the second period, <laughs> on back to backs. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. One of my one of my favorite quotes from uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie, but Major League. It's a baseball movie. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's no, like fucking right. Ty. Oh. You'd love it, by the way. It's it's an R-rated baseball movie. Yes. Um, it it stars Charlie Sheen when he was <laughs> I don't know. It was it's, the movie was released in '89. Nice. So it's a young buck, Charlie Sheen. And oh man, it, it's so funny. They they. Uh, Basically, it's a movie of a bunch of has-beens and like garbage players going into the Cleveland Indians organization because the owner wants to move the team, so they need to get like a certain amount of no fans to be able to move to like Miami and stuff. And these scrubs just come in and got like penal league guys, and it's a classic movie. There's a lot of raunchy shit, and it's funny. I've scored again. And uh, did you guys watch the replay of the the Flames disallowed I'm goal? I'm trying right now. Wait, another just... one disallowed. Oh no! Luchy's sorry. Hold on, hold on. The crease mucking it up. Well, he kind of he got pushed in by Forbert. Yeah, immediately waved off. Uh, doesn't look like it's gonna count, but that's kind of weird. 
Oh, man. Troy Terry's goal. His just, flop is hilarious. It's so bad on every aspect. Gerard like passes the puck into Taze's shin pad and then like chucks it up the ice. Troy Terry bats it down from nine feet. Apparently it's not a high stick. <laughs> and then f- misses on the deke and it goes through Grubauer's legs. Nice. Just bad. Yeah, I don't know how it was. Guys, a nice thing I like there. when we're recording and there's hockey on. It's way yeah, more fun. Earlier is better, yeah. For sure. It is. And plus, like, you know what? This never happens either. Like, they never. There's never a schedule. Like, even right before we recorded, when one game was, like, was uh, in between periods, there was always something else on. That never even happens. Like, yeah. Tonight, tonight's a good lineup. Tonight's blockbuster stuff. All right. Yeah. Now it's time to beg the question when does Buffalo win a game? Okay, mm. tell me. Let's see the lineup here. What do we got coming up? Who's coming? So Who's we on have... the horizon? For Buffalo. Number 19 is against Philly on Wednesday. No, they're not winning that game. 20 20 against the Rangers. On Thursday. On Thursday. So back-to-back. Philly Rangers. And then they play the Rangers again on Saturday. And then they play the Devils the next Tuesday. First of all, will they win a game before we record next? It's been five weeks. A third of our podcast life. They have not won a single (laughs) hockey game. Literally. Yeah, think about that. Also, how, three months, how many boys? have they actually won? Because we started almost, the podcast in like the end of December, so they didn't win months. the first like three or four that time. They might have only won in six of the weeks that we've actually been doing this. Um, oh, I'm gonna say their next game that they win is the Tuesday, April sixth against the Devils. That's my guess. Hmm. Unless they trade Taylor Hall before that. <laughs> <laughs> I say they take the Rangers down on the third. The second game? Of the yeah. Two? Yeah, April 3rd, the, the second game. Does that be 20, 20 in a row? Uh, Who's the yeah, first so, team yeah. they play? Who's the next game you said? Philly. Yeah, they're taking on Philly. Philly's fucked. They're disgruntled. They play, yeah, they play Philly on, on Wednesday. They're disgruntled. Philly on Wednesday, yeah, they're beating them. No Carter Hart, though. No, Carter Hardy's health bomb for two games. So true, but I'll tell you something. I'm just telling you, the faces are forever etched into my memory that I just that I just watched the highlights of last night. I don't know. I just thought they all looked really bad. Even even Elliot looks fucking pissed, and half the team just looks completely different than the other half. I don't know. I think they're pieced Fair. apart. But both teams are shit, so that's why I'm picking. <laughs> that's why I'm picking them. It just it looks like it's plausible. I don't know. Fair enough. That's a crapshoot, though. Is that just roll the dice? At this point, it really is a crapshoot. Do you just happen. bet against? Do you bet against them every night, Pots? <laughs> just... The Sabers? No. <laughs> I would bet for them before I get yeah. against them. The odds are just say, trash. You should, you should bet for them, and then uh, when they finally do win, you get a good payout. Well, I would have paid tonight if they. Uh, yeah. If I bet them tonight, because where I bet if they go up three goals at any point, any team goes up three goals at any point, it's a it's an automatic winner. So. Oh, sick. I wouldn't mind betting them tonight, but I might bet them next next game against Philly. <laughs> Mike said the we'll gears see. are just turning. Oh, the Avs scored again. Oh, fellas, my team is still down. All right, what else do we got here? My notes are depleted. 
Is there anything always we missed? Speak, so. I feel like we missed something, but maybe not. I fuck. I feel like we do that every time, and I kick myself hard after. Like, how did we? But I can't think of anything today, right now. Oh boys, Day boys, we got. Day. cold coffee. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <Christ>. me! <laughs> I told you there was something. Yes, yeah, Gold Caulfield. Uh, yeah. Big news this week. Yeah, what did he do? I didn't hear anything. <laughs> well, he was eliminated from the uh, NCAA playoffs. Frozen floor. Yeah, um, but he signed his ELC with the Montreal Canadiens. So basically, like. Two days in a row, Montreal was blessed with some forward talent. First, Eric Stahl, and then the the news that they signed Cole Caulfield. So that's that's pretty great for them. He looks to kind of, I think, jump right into the to the lineup. No, hopefully, fingers crossed. Man, I think so. Like when, when I think so. When they're fully healthy, that Habs forward core is so deep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Look at the fourth line, Paul Byron, the fucking fourth line. Like, that's the worst they got. Are you kidding me? The guys they have out right now, like Kotkaniemi's out. With uh, They got some some COVID stuff going on, but Kotkaniemi, Toffoli, once Caulfield gets in there, like, yeah, they'll, they'll be rocking Dino, Suzuki, Kotkaniemi, and Stahl down the middle. Remember when their, like, biggest problem was their centerman? Yeah. Now it's, it's not just not. Yeah. <laughs> What were we talking about before that? Caulfield. Oh, that's not what I looked at when we started the episode. Go ahead. It's kind of sad that I'm like on daily face-off and like their top header thing is people talking about the Caulfield signing and I've had this website open the entire time. I've just <laughs> never like read it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but man, he, there's always question marks about guys who are small coming into the NHL, but this dude just scores anywhere he goes. He lights up the NCAA, like, some of the best numbers you'll ever see in the NCAA uh, for, like, yeah. nowadays. Um, and it's just, I think he'll do big things. I think he's got, I think he's got the, the talent around them that Minas, or the Montreal now has that they can get him the puck, and I think they can just let him flourish. Totally. Yeah. Uh, he was Agreed. he was wicked on in the WJCs uh, two years ago. And he was, like, mad, mad hyped. Gold Caulfield, they're all like, oh, look out for this guy. And then, like, every game, I remember two years ago, every game they were being, like, oh, the big story, or one of the big stories was that he wasn't really producing. And then I remember this, I'm, and I, don't, I think, I don't think they did well. I can't remember off the top how they did that year. Second year, absolutely dominant, and Buddy was just scoring left, right, and center. And it was funny, because I remember, like, he looked bummed, and he had a he had, didn't have a good year that one year. And then this past year, he was, like, electric. And you could see on his face how much the goals meant to him, how happy he was yeah. to be scoring. And, yeah, so it was cool. It was kind of like, you know, you could tell he, he'd figured it out and, and to look out for him once again. Pretty exciting. We're going to start um, seeing, like, a bunch of guys, like Caulfield's teammate, Dylan Holloway. He's yeah. he's an Edmonton guy. So I don't I don't know if they really have him in his plans. They're not he's not like a crazy talent that's like okay we need to get him in the NHL like right now yeah he might be one of those guys that signs starting next year and signs like an ATO for the remainder of this year yeah uh, I'm curious because Boston College just got eliminated as well so Alex guys like Newhook. Alex Newhook Matt Boldy um, yeah both those guys are I would think Newhook plays in the AHL this year if he signs I think he would sign 
Matt Boldy, I would assume probably does the same, but I'm not too sure with Minnesota what their what their plans are if they want to just go for it all this year. Yeah, interesting. That'll One be fun g- to keep an eye on. Yeah, especially as as this uh, as the NCAA tournament keeps going on. One of my favorite. Not one of my favorite prospects, but one of my favorite nicknames for a player of all time. Um, the Avs third rounder in 2018, maybe. Uh, he's in college right now. His, his name is Sampo Ranta. Uh, but they just got eliminated as well, so he could be signing an AHL contract, but his nickname, Rambo Santa, is <laughs> an all-timer. Rambo Santa, awesome. like, well, I think I still like Dusty R. Gooch a little bit more. <laughs> That's just a God-given name, name right there, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah, true, I guess. <laughs> Fuck me. It's just an anomaly. Too funny. Uh, that was um, we, we do need to touch on this a little bit more. Uh, Eric Stahl to the, uh, to the Montreal Canadiens was not the only trade that happened this week. Um, there are a few smaller minor league deals. Or not minor league, but like depth player deals. So uh, one we haven't talked about, which we talked we talked about the three of us, but we haven't talked about on the podcast um, on air. Co- yeah, Colorado trades for a goaltender who is no. Bullshit. We talked about him. Did we last yeah. week? No, we didn't. Yeah, it happened on the twentieth. Yeah, it's the 29th today. Oh Jesus! Sorry. <laughs> 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 Fucking Christ. That's okay. Anything else we need okay, to hit, though? Okay. And- yep. So Tampa traded Alex Volkoff to the Anaheim Ducks for Antoine Morand and a 2023rd seventh-round pick. Um, Volkoff is... 2023 seventh, right? Sorry. Yeah, 2023 yep. seventh-round gotcha, okay. pick. Um, the numbers, they get me confused all the time. You see this yeah, cross-check on Stone? Oh, my God. Mark Stone? Oh, sorry. Um, Mark or my uh, shitty, Michael? The shitty one, yeah, Michael. The shitty one. <laughs> Mark. Right. I mean, he's... No. <laughs> Yikes. No. Uh, he's still in the NHL, so... The forever sixth D-man on Calgary. Probably seventh, really, but go ahead. Um. Anyways, Volkov. Volkov's a solid player. He's a second-round pick uh, a few years ago, 2017, 2016. Yeah, crazy didn't get, like, more for him. Yeah, well, okay, so obviously Tampa's pretty deep. He really didn't have uh, a spot in the lineup. And, no. Uh, we talked about him last week, but guys like um, fuck Ross Colton, Mitchell Stevens is coming back. Uh, he's, he's hurt for a while. Um, and then Matthew Joseph just solidifying his role as well. It was easy to kind of move on from him. And then um, Morand is uh, like a fairly – Fairly decent. He was is a high scoring uh, fucking CHL player um, when he was drafted. So kind of like the perfect fit for Tampa. Kind of what they like in developing. Like the, you look at Barry Boulay, um, Forzier. Like their their prospect pool is full of these like French Canadian CHL guys um, that they really enjoy kind of developing. Put so. up two hundred points a year. Yeah. Yeah, guy's nuts, or he was, Uh, and he hasn't really done anything in Anaheim. So I think it's a good pickup for both teams. I I don't love it for Tampa, but I understand it. Yeah. Um, And Anaheim, I think Volkov's gonna kind of develop into like a solid middle six guy. Uh, See if Anaheim ever plays their young guys at all. Yeah, true. It's true. 
Uh, and then uh, a couple days ago, March 27th, so two days ago today, um, the Kings traded a fourth-round pick to the Rangers for forward Brendan Lemieux. Um, that was nice. a strange. It was a strange one. I think Tay just got frozen, but <laughs> to piggyback on his thing, it was a strange, <laughs> strange trade for the for the Kings. Like, they're not – I don't know. Just guys like Brendan Lemieux, like, I don't think they ever should warrant a fourth-round pick, especially for a team that's not in the playoffs right now. It's kind of like what Buffalo did with uh, with Wayne Simmons. We were talking about it before. They traded a fifth rounder for Wayne Simmons. They're like, oh, we got to push because we're eight points out and have a 5% chance of making the playoffs. I, I get it, but like that's a fourth rounder that can help your future, especially with the guys that LA is how many up. How many years does Lemieux have in his contract, though? I oh, do I like think, how he plays. I think like maybe one. Maybe. They, that'd be, see, that's different. One is different than anything else to me. Cause like Lemieux had that play, wasn't it? This year he was blocking like three shots in that shift with one blade or something. Like kids he's got definitely hired. definitely a Kings player, right? Like it's yeah. definitely a Kings. What you'd expect out of it? Maybe he's an RFA this year. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's got okay. He's got he's got next year as well, at uh, at one point five million. Okay. So one year left after you said? Yeah, this year and then one more. At okay. 1.5. I don't know. I don't think that's the worst. Like, oh, yeah, that that pick will help you. But what do you think about that trade, Tay? I really like Lemieux as a player. I Same. I, I was kind of confused. Um, not gonna lie, I think he's a good fit in New York. I I don't really understand it from their point of view. Yeah, I think he'll do well in LA. Did the Jets just score? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh. 18 you know, shots, four goals. You know what's kind of kind of curious? Yeah. I'm just I'm just watching the Avs game right now, and the Avs obviously Must when they're nice. when, it, when it's a power play, they have Makar at the top with Rantanen and McKinnon like for for one timers on either side. Yeah. But when they go down to five on three, Rantanen plays the top. Hmm. McKinnon plays his off wing, so he's not there for a one timer. Yeah. Um, and then Makar plays like McKinnon's point spot. Interesting. Oh, now they just switched it back. They just decided to give up. Because anytime I've watched it, they've done that on five on three and they haven't worked because it's not They they don't know it well. It's not good. And then I guess yeah. they now just switched it back finally. Thank God. Bizarre. I think you're dead on with that. I thought he looked good on to go back to Lemieux. I thought he looked good on uh on the Rangers. I find it kinda weird, but I think he's a great player. Who do you I think, think he... won the trade? Oh, I think the Rangers. Really? I yeah. think the other way around. But it's tough to say. I just I just can't say how the Kings win it by giving up draft prospect or draft capital for a guy that I don't know, he's alright. He's definitely like a Kings model player. But they need someone yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a team that wants to be better that wants to get better right now and doesn't want to get better when that draft pick's ready to play. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean you know we like that's like all I really got, but and you never know who they're gonna get with that pick too. That's that's the thing about picks. Oh, of course, course of course. But then I yeah, mean, yeah, you can use it for other players or maybe a potential other deal. I don't know. Yeah, but with, I just with, like Lemieux. I just with, like Lemieux, and like he fits in a, in a team where they're trying to build depth. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't mind him either. It's just with the the guys that LA has coming, it's like why push it push it for more when they have so many guys coming in their way. Good point. They don't have a ton of like 
that though they don't have a ton of like feistiness or like grit you know like it's a lot of, they've got a lot of skill coming up lemieux is like pure heart yeah yeah they don't have a, a ton of him and i don't know 25 it got his point per game in the chl when he played sorry um <laughs> i mean good, i mean turcott's not yeah i mean he's not like there's a lot of lot less guys now that are like the old school feisty and they're just now yeah. like two-way feisty like Turcotte and Akil Thomas are kind of, yeah, true. Kind of oh, fit Akeel. that. Uh, Aiden Duda, Dudas, Duda, Dudas, Duda, 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 Duda. Anyways, <laughs> hilarious. You're you're so funny. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Mario, go ahead. Um, yeah, I think he, he fits that, that mold a little bit, but. I don't know. I, I like Lemieux. He's really scrappy. I really liked him on the Rangers. I don't know why. I just love him as a player. Like, I love him as a player, and I think he could fit the team. So I was like, ah, good deal. But, like, and it's a fourth. I was kind of like, if it was anything more than that, I would have been like, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. still too much for me. But when it was, I saw fourth, and I was like, I like that name and nothing else. I was like, sure, I, I kind of like that deal. And you know what? If it was one year, I'd be like, that's bogus. But if they got one more after this, sure. Yeah. That's my take. Ty's take on the Lemieux deal. Here. But that's pretty uh, much all the trades, eh? Or was there any other ones? There was one more that happened Ooh. today. Uh, Mike Amadio from the Kings went to the Sens for Christian Wolainen. Um, both haven't played a ton uh, in the NHL this year. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's it. You guys think that they're going to trade to replace Ekholm's... Oh, fuck me. Replace Ekholm's... Ekblad spot. Yeah, Mike like, said that they were going to trade for Ekholm, right, Mike? You stand to stay with that one. I mean, I don't think that Florida does it because I don't know why they won't do it. But there hasn't really been any talk about Noise Florida like wanting to do stuff. But I still think it's a it would be a, makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think they're hesitant to talk about it because they literally just released how long Ekblad's going to be out for. Like yeah, today just happened. It like just yeah. happened. So yeah, it, it is weird. I just wonder because like they fucking they look the best they've ever looked like in front of me. So I don't. I don't. What do you do? Best they've ever looked in a long time. So I don't know. They have looked really good. So uh, I've talked about you... this before, but the yeah. Patrick Hornquist edition, like the Madison Hornquist trade, and just like every game I watch of theirs, it's just incredible. Like way like. It, uh, why I don't know why Pittsburgh ever did that. Why you wouldn't rather Patrick Hornquist over I, Mike Matheson, but I think they had him a long time, and it was just like they're always shimmy and shaking up the lineup. And they if they yeah. had this one a long time, and especially if they got some dollars on them, they'll just be like, oh, like we got a hundred rookies that we can bring in, and they'll be good with like McDavid or, or sorry, with Crosby and whoever. So um, so I think they just do that. So they're always yeah. shuffling people. Like look what they did with Flurry. Like it's like, wait, you're gonna get rid of your stable goaltender for like the new. The cheap guy? All right, all right, sure. Like, I guess it'll be fine. But yeah, it's bit them in the ass out. a few, bit them in the ass a few times. But they've done it so many times, and like even in their cup runs, like they they were they always made like one or two deals at the deadline, and I was like, oh, they, oh look, they mesh in perfectly, and they want to understand the cup. So like, I kind of yeah. see why they do why they were doing that, but it definitely didn't always work. Yeah, I think this is an example of uh, them starting to get a little bit older, and maybe totally. like Sid and Malkin can't really carry. The, the young guys plus like they don't really have a, a, a plethora of young guys to kind of lean on anymore like they're all they, kind of 
gone, right? No one coming in. It's just the same guys who were good when they brought them in and they were good. Yeah, like Gensel yeah. and yeah, no one else. Yeah. You're right. They have, yeah, they have, well, they they have haven't. When was their last first round pick? True, man, because they just trade, Mike. Ooh. Ooh, pens. <laughs> pens. Uh, it was, I mean, in 2019, they drafted Sam. Poulin. Poulin, yeah. Yeah. Before that, since then? Wait, was that the Winterhawk? No, he was in the. No, he's a Q. He's Q, Q and oh, Okay, pardon me. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm trying to think. Before that, I think it was Hollander in like 2015. He's like 26th overall. They had. 27th. I mean, they traded a first for Ryan Reeves back in the day. Remember that? That was fun. Yep. Um, they their last to move their first round pick. They traded. Their, their last made... first before Poulan, 2014, Kasperi Kapanen. That makes no. sense to me. That's not true. That is true. No, it's not. It, I mean, it is. Is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes sense to me that they've made all the like that they've traded all their draft picks over the years. Like Crosby in his prime, I'd, I'd sell my soul too for some Stanley Cups. They haven't got a single point out of anybody since their 2015 draft class, out of any of their own draft picks. Oh shit, he was a second round pick. Okay, that makes sense. Casperi <laughs> was that was no was Hollander. Oh, pardon me. I'm sorry. That yeah, they had like this one kid that I was like, oh, he'll probably be good in a few years, um, Philip Hollander. But they traded him a couple years ago, so I was like, oh, like he was a first round pick. Never mind, second round pick. My bad. Okay. Wow. There you go. Kapanen was their last first round pick before Poulin, so that's yeah. why they have no depth. But yeah, like their 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20 draft classes have combined for six games played and zero points. Wow. I mean, to be fair, fair three of those games played have been by a goalie. So, hard to get points. Yeah. Also, yeah. those games were with Ottawa. Hard to get points for the to the Pens. Yeah. So, I mean, they uh they they haven't okay. they won three cups in a row. They don't need the those two guys that were that have played games in those uh five draft classes, neither of them were for Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, because they've traded them all for. Yeah, Gustafson got sent to the the Sens, and Kaylin Addison is the other one who's played three games, and that was with Minnesota. Yep, makes sense. Actually, putting up good numbers in the AHL right now. He's got nine points in thirteen games for Iowa. Yeah, he's a good little defensive prospect. So, a little dirty stash. Yeah, that couldn't go anytime. Filthy duster. <laughs> exactly. Fellas, what else we got? That's gotta. I think that's gotta go do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Happy 15. Man, the season's flying by. But, dude, trade deadline's coming. Two more episodes. And we got the episodes right after the deadline. Is that right? Yeah. We're going to record deadline day, no? Yeah, deadline day. But, like, oh, yeah, it is deadline day. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's later. Well, we can. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I have nothing. I have somewhere near that day. So as long as I'm not doing anything that day, we can we can go live if you guys want. Yeah, I'm off. Just get buckled all day. I, I took and it then... off. <laughs> what is it? Oh. Is it a Monday? It's a Monday. Yeah. It's a Monday. I have I'm it off, off already. So let's fucking do it. Yeah, let's do it. We'll get the mics together or something, and I'm already I'm here. Like, oh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds good to me, man. That'd be fun. We'll try to get that live coverage going and. And fucking two weeks away, Tyler's fired up for trade deadline day. That's for sure. That's all he's Isn't got to like look forward to this year. the next day, too? Yeah, 13th. 
It's the uh, that'll be dirty. Quick, quick final stats from from tonight's pod. Kale McCarr tonight, twenty two minutes ice, three assists, uh, eight shot attempts, two drawn penalties. Uh, when he was on the ice, five on five shot attempts were twenty three to five. Shots on goals were twelve to two, and goals were four nothing. Wow, that's a key Elite. player right there. Elite. Yeah, he's pretty good. All right, that was a good episode, fellas. Yeah, that was good. I had fun, boys. We'll be back next week, episode sixteen, and you can follow us, of course, on at, at, sorry at Hoser's Panel on Instagram and Twitter. And same Twitter. thing. Yeah, same Fucking thing. Right, nice and easy. Can't you follow that- me, Hoser's. No, let me. Hey, let me plug <laughs> myself. You follow me. That's Hoser's T Dash Croaks thirteen. Beautiful <laughs> picture of me doing the pray mantis dance on the beach. <laughs> I can't believe it wasn't taken, Ty. <laughs> yeah, right. Ah, me neither. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> a lot of good hosers out there, you know. Also, there's no dash. It's just hosers. T croaks thirteen. That really? They wouldn't let me have the dash. I always put the dash in. And there. croaks with ah. a Z. <laughs> oh, that's signature. I'm sorry for not saying that. That's an all mine. <laughs> all right, boys. Who is it? Thanks for hanging out. That was a good time. Thanks for listening. Well, it's a wrap. Go bolts. <laughs>